What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, we're talking about self-talk. And specifically, we're talking about self-talk as it relates to self-love, which was our last episode. So if you haven't listened to the last episode on self-love, I'd recommend that you start there. But on that episode, we talked about the importance of the way you speak to yourself in order to foster a relationship and self-love. And so on this episode, I want to dive into what does that look like to talk to myself in a way that supports a relationship with myself and self-love. So stay tuned. Hello. Okay, so on today's episode, we are going to talk about how you can talk to yourself in a way that is supportive and loving. And so on the last episode, when we talked about self-love, I talked about treating yourself like you would your best friend. And so today I want to walk you through what does that actually look like? How do I practice better self-talk? How should I talk to myself? Is it weird to talk to myself? So the interesting thing is that we actually talk to ourselves all day long. And you may not recognize it because it is so pervasive, the constant chatter that's going on inside of your head. But if you stop to listen to some of the things that are going on in your head, you will realize that you are talking to yourself all of the time. Unfortunately, most of the things that you're saying to yourself are likely unhelpful and not supporting a loving and kind relationship with yourself. And this ties back to the brain. And we talked about in episode one that our brain, the most primitive portion of it, is really designed for survival and that it points out all the ways that you may be in danger and all the things that you're doing wrong. 
So that's its job, right? So we learned that in episode one, when we are talking about fear, that your brain's job is actually to point out all the things that may go wrong. And you are one of the things that could go wrong. So it starts pointing out all of the things that you may be doing wrong or kind of beating yourself up just because that's what it's designed to do is to point out things that might put your survival at risk. And so some examples when you're going through a crisis, um, the things that may be going through your head are, what did I do to make this happen? Why did this happen to me? I shouldn't care about my body looking good. I should just be happy that the illness or cancer or whatever is cured. I shouldn't be caring about how my body looks. I shouldn't complain. It could be so much worse or nobody cares about me. And these are just examples. Honestly, there's so many things that could be going through your head, but these are just some examples of unhelpful things that may be going through your brain. And so the question that I would ask you is, are those things, things that you would say to your best friend, your child, or your beloved? And I'm pretty sure the answer is no. We would not talk to someone that we love that way. But we do this to ourselves all day long. And we do it unconsciously. This is just happening It's a loop that's running all the time. So I want to teach you how to stop this loop and to start talking to yourself in a way that fosters a loving relationship with yourself and one that will support your healing rather than drag you down when you're already, um, you know, having a tough time. So the first thing is remembering that your brain is just trying to protect you and thanking your brain for doing a great job. (laughs) So nothing has gone wrong if your brain is saying all these things. Thank it. Thank you for pointing out all the things that I could be doing wrong. And then if you remember from the episode on fear is once you thank your brain and you love it for doing a good job, then you're going to give it a job to do. And in this case, the job is going to be supportive self-talk. So the way that you can guide yourself as you think about what is supportive self-talk is think about what you would say to your best friend. What would you say to a child? What would you say to someone who is very close to you? And honestly, we all do this instinctively with the people that we love. And so if you can shift from thinking about talking to yourself and thinking about how you would talk to someone that you love, it becomes easy to give your brain a thought to think that is helpful for you. So if you were saying to yourself, I shouldn't complain because this could be so much worse, the first thing to do is just stop and ask yourself, is this supportive? Is it loving? Is this making me feel better? And the answer is no. This is not helping make you feel better. In fact, it's making you feel guilty for complaining. 
So how would you shift this for a friend? Well, if you were talking with a friend, you would probably say something like, of course it could be worse, but what you're going through is tough and acknowledging that it's tough is important if you want to move past it. And so the first thing is really just to acknowledge that you're feeling sad, anger, grief, disbelief, whatever it is about the situation and allowing yourself to have those emotions. And, and then choosing something that is more empowering, like this is hard right now, but I'm doing great, or I can do this, or I want to appreciate everything that I do have and focus on those those things that are supporting me. And so I think, you know, when we think about how we would support a friend, it really is different than what we would normally tell ourselves. And so this process is really starting to foster a relationship with yourself. You are the one person that will always be with you. And if you learn to support yourself and talk to yourself in a loving way, it will give you a better perspective on what's happening because oftentimes our thoughts can spiral us in a downward direction and, and really doesn't help us work through a crisis in our life. And the other thing to notice is that, or to note, I guess, is that it may feel unnatural initially and that you may feel weird <laughs> talking to yourself like this, but it does get easy um, if you practice. And it will also start to shift some of the automatic thoughts that come up from your brain as you start to practice talking to yourself in a more supportive way. Or... I guess, and, and, or, um, it will give you a little space to catch the unhelpful thoughts earlier. So even if the unhelpful thoughts don't stop initially, you're going to start to catch them earlier. And so you don't spiral. And so you'll be able to catch it and then move into a process that is more supportive and more helpful for yourself. So some of the things to remember is to be kind with yourself as you practice talking to yourself in a different way. And if you forget and you catch yourself in like one of these really negative spirals, just remind yourself that this is a new practice and that you're just going to then move to thinking your brain and, and move into choosing a new, more helpful thought and not beat yourself over forgetting that you're, you know, trying to practice this new self-talk. Obviously that, you know, is counterintuitive if you're beating yourself up for not doing positive self-talk. Um, and just remembering that this is like a muscle, the more you do it, the easier it gets. So this is what you're going to do the next time you notice yourself 
either beating yourself up or saying something that is unhelpful. You're going to thank your brain. You're going to love it for doing its job. Thank you, brain, for doing a great job and pointing out whatever it is that I might be doing wrong or whatever things that it's pointing out that that is trying to protect you. And then what I want you to do is to pause and do the feel exercise, which we talked about on episode two. And this is processing emotions because usually your brain is bringing up a thought that then is creating an emotion for you. So you're going to notice the feeling that you're having in your body. Where is that located? What is the quality of the feeling? You're going to identify the emotion that's coming up with it, with that feeling, and then allow it to be there. Allow yourself to have these emotions and allow them to be present in your body, that they are welcome there. And then process it by breathing through it. That was the A, allow in the feel process. So you'll breathe through the emotion and then you let it go. Okay, so the first thing is that when you recognize the unhelpful thought, you thank your brain, love it for doing its job, then process the emotion that's come up from that thought using the feel technique. And then you're going to give your brain the new thought. Okay, and so some of the new thoughts that you can choose, and these are just examples, but you can, honestly, I would create a list of things that would be helpful for you that you want to think about yourself as it relates to whatever you're going through. Examples are, this is hard right now, and I am doing great. I am managing so well, or I can do this. I've got this. Or, I am so grateful for the things that are supporting me. And then name off those things that are working in your body or are going well in your life and are supporting you. Or, I love you and fill in your name. So for me, I would say, I love you, Katie. I'm here for you. Or, I've got your back. Whatever comes, I'll be right here to support you. And then once you've done that, then celebrate yourself for creating this new habit and choosing a thought that's more supportive for yourself. So tell yourself, good job for practicing this and do it as much as you can and just see how it changes, not only how you start to talk to yourself naturally, but also how you feel about yourself. I bet if you do this regularly, you will notice that you feel better about yourself and that you have a more loving relationship with yourself. So that's what I wanted to share today. And really this is, all part of self-love and developing a relationship with yourself that is loving and supportive and absolutely foundational to 
healing. So thank you so much for being here and I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Hey, this is Dr. Katie Deming and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.